Hello ladies and gentlemen, um, this is the first episode of the show with no name. I am Sander and I'm here with my friends Megan, Andrea and Theodore. And today we're going to talk about a very interesting topic. We're going to talk about music. And since we're here with a lot of nationalities, it would be interesting to talk about the music in our countries. So we're here from, I'm from Belgium. Um, Theodore is from Bulgaria, Andrea, she's from Portugal, and Megan, she's from uh, the United States. So we're just going to talk about what music we listen to in our countries. So I, um, I'm going to start first. I'm from Belgium, which is a very interesting, very small country in Western Europe. And I should say, like, the music we listen to in Belgium is very general. Uh, we mostly follow, like... Um, the American charts and um, yeah we listen to like the mainstream pop music pop and rock music but I can also tell you like the music in Belgium like the traditional music or like the Belgian artists are very good we have some very good um, Belgian artists maybe you know the name Stromae he's um, a very well-known internationally a very well-known artist and he produces uh, mainly pop music Um, and he sings in French because um, an interesting, um, interesting information about Belgium is also that we have three languages. So the music in Belgium is either in Dutch, it's in English, um, sorry, it's in French or it is in German. And also a lot of artists sing in, um, in English. So um, I should maybe I should just play one of his most known songs and it's called Alors on Danse. Um, yeah, it's. I think you might know the song. We'll see. Let's hear Alors en Danse. Uh, Stroma is great. Uh, me, as a non Belgian person, I love it. But I'm curious, what do you think? Uh, do you think that the fact that uh, him and some other uh, Belgian artists like Angel and uh, her brother Romeo Elvis, I totally butchered the name, but. Let's go with it. Uh, do you think the fact that they sing in French kind of helps them going to the to the more like world public? Because yeah, I why would I know Belgian music if it wasn't like for the French and the fact that I love French music and the fact that they just sing great and it sounds great? Uh, do you think the fact you have they 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 have the chance to to use a language that is used in more than one country? Do you think this helped them with the success and everything? You mean the fact that they sung in French or yeah um, I think um, yeah because in a lot of countries they speak French and I think it helped them but also it's just the fact that they produce good music you know because you don't have to sing in like a world language to break through internationally Because I know a lot of songs that are sung like in maybe um, I don't know in some lesser known languages, and they're still they're still um, they like the artist still broke through. Like um, you all know maybe the guy Psy, I think it was South Korean. Like not a lot of people. It was maybe in 2013 or so. He made the song Gangnam Style. It was sung in South Korean. So not a lot of people know the language, but he still broke through. Because it was a catchy song, and people are always going to listen to catchy songs, whatever the language might be. So, um, yeah, I think, um, yeah, because um, coming back to Stromae, um, at first it was um, mainly popular in Belgium, of course. 
and then it kind of broke through uh, in Europe and then after that internationally it wasn't right away um, it wasn't right away well known all over the world it was like in different stages but yeah um, the guy makes um, good music and um, yeah I'm proud to have like an artist like him to rep represent Belgium so um, yeah um, then we're going over to um, Megan she's from the USA so can you Give us some information about the music in the USA. Yeah, so uh, music in the US is very broad. There's, uh, depending on where you are, I think you listen to a lot of different genres, but one of the main ones is obviously hip hop and then a little bit of dance electronic under that. Um, but today I'm showing a song from Grimes who had a child with uh, Elon Musk and her genre is under pop, it's more dream pop, it's a micro genre, um, and I think a lot of people are starting to get into different genres uh, of pop in general, like hyper pop, dream pop, nightcore, all that. Uh, because we didn't have 100 Gex in the database, I wanted to play uh, something a little bit different, but I think a lot of people know Grimes nowadays because of Elon Musk, so yeah, I'm going to share the song. That was Kill V Main by Grimes, and that is on her album Art Angels. Uh, she has said about the song that it's her favorite off of the album, and I have to say it's one of my favorite as well. Um, she said in an interview with GQ magazine uh, that Kill V Main is written from the perspective of Al Pacino from The Godfather Part Two, uh, which is interesting. Uh, and then she goes on to say, except he's a vampire who can switch gender and travel through space. And according to Grimes, this vampire is named Kill V. Mame. So do with that what you will. She um, is a very interesting artist nowadays. I don't know if you guys enjoyed the song or have any thoughts. Yeah, we enjoyed the song. Um, a question I wanted to ask you is, um, what do you think is the reason that American music is so prominent in the music industry internationally? Because in a lot of countries, they listen to mainly American music, pop, rock, hip-hop, rap. What do you think is the reason behind it? Um, this is definitely a loaded question with a lot of possible answers. I'm no expert, but I think it's because a lot of uh, other countries uh, view English as a good idea for like a second or third language. So a lot of people who are multilingual um, or bilingual will typically pick up English as a second language um, and I also think it might have to do with capitalism in America and just pumping out as much music as possible there's so many artists uh, that come from America or came from other countries that also speak English um, I don't know I think it's definitely hard to understand but I know when I got here uh, I had a dinner at um, a German family's house and they only speak German with like only a couple words of English and I noticed on the radio they were just playing all English music and I had to ask them I was like do you guys like understand any of the words or anything and they just said no but you know we get like the general idea or just like understand the beat like the beats um, so I thought that was funny but yeah that's all I have to say on that Okay, now we're going over to Andrea. She's from Portugal. So, Andrea, introduce like how is the music in Portugal? What do you guys listen to? How is it? 
Um, so, uh, in Portugal we do listen to a lot of international music, uh, American obviously. Uh, we listen to a lot of pop music, hip-hop, um, some reggaeton as well. I know you, you don't like it, but we do listen to it sometimes. Uh, but um, we do have our own traditional genres. Uh, I'm going to be talking about Fado, uh, which is a very beautiful uh, music genre. Uh, it originated in Lisbon. And funnily enough, the word doesn't have a translation to any language in the world. Uh, it came from Latin, uh, came from the word fatum, which means fate or destiny. Uh, and it's pretty much what Fadu talks about. It talks about uh, destiny and it's a very sad, like melancholic uh, type of music, um, especially the more traditional Fadu, uh, because the more recent one, it can be about anything, but it has to follow... Uh, a certain line when composing the song. Uh, obviously, the most known uh, Fado artist is Amalia Rodrigues. Uh, she passed away in 1998, if I'm not wrong. Um, and she is the one who made Fado uh, such a known genre. Um, and we also have more um, more recent artists, such as Ana Moura. Uh, she doesn't sing a very melancholic Fado. She... Uh, She does um, more cheered up music uh, rather than the traditional sad uh, fado. Um, and there's also a really fun, let's say, genre, which is pimba, uh, which is a, a word that they found for um, Portuguese popular music. Uh, it originated in the, poorly, in the more poorly developed areas, like rural areas. And uh, it's very known like for the beat, and it's not very... Um, complex when it comes to lyrics or harmonies or anything like that uh, and it's very known for the vulgar vulgar lyrics and the sexual uh, connotations that they have especially if, if you're familiar with the Portuguese slang you will realize that very quickly um, and, and can you like compare it with some other music styles like so what is it called it's called Pimba Pimba. Yeah, Pimba. Pimba. <laughs> And can you compare it with something? Like, it's it's pop. or No, it's not pop. Um, how do I explain this? <laughs> it's... Um, it's a, when, it, when I say popular, uh, it's not because it's pop music, like the pop that we know. It's popular because it comes from the people. Um, so yeah, it's associated with the rural areas and it's very played in local fairs and local festivities during the summer especially and a fun fact is that everyone will say that they don't like this genre of music but they will dance to them in the local fairs and they will know the lyrics to most of the songs and one of the most known artists is Kim Barreiros he's probably the most successful Pimba artist that there is Uh, sadly, I don't have any any type uh, any song to show you. Sadly, uh, I'd love to, but maybe next time. Yeah, it's very interesting to to hear that like Portugal has these traditional music styles which are typical from Portugal because yeah. in Belgium we don't have that. Like I told you guys before, it's just mainly pop music, rock music, and okay, it can be sung like in the the languages of Belgium, like Dutch or French. But it's mostly sung, like the more popular songs are, are sung in English. So, um, yeah, it's very interesting to hear uh, what music they listen to in Portugal. Um, then we go over to Theodore. He's from Bulgaria. So, Theodore, introduce yourself. Let's go to Eastern Europe, the best place on earth. 
so yeah, I'm from Bulgaria and I love music. I tend to listen to a lot of music, both Bulgarian and international. And I, I'm kind of bummed down. We, we couldn't put any Bulgarian songs in the system because we don't have it in the database. But uh, I can see that the reason for that is simply the fact that we never really tried to, to get create music. There's sounds. Uh, we never tried to, to get out music to the world, like just publish it worldwide. It's mostly for local consumption. And it's kind of sad because I've worked with uh, musicians. I know musicians in mostly like the rock and the hard rock uh, and even harder genres. Uh, but uh, even if this is not radio friendly, we still have a lot of great pop music, which is kind of overshadowed even, even back home because the whole market is and the whole business is kind of separated into a few different sections uh, with the most popular one which I don't really like and I don't think many people actually enjoy uh, is the, it's called pop folk uh, or turbo folk it's a mix of pop music but with uh, Arabic and gypsy elements it's, it's a mess and it's the kind of music you would hear in most of the nightclubs it's just music to get uh, drunk to and to get on the on the bar tables and to start throwing napkins. We do that. I don't know why. We just throw napkins and that's the whole thing. Uh, but it's, it's, for, it, it's good for some belly dances and for stuff like that. And again, to, just to get drunk. But it's, it's not good music. It's mostly... Uh, we like, some people like to call it... Um, how do, you, how do you call it? Yeah, like it's it's like porn um, porn music in a way that you know the, the lyrics are kind of too sexual. The music videos are exactly pornographic without the actual pornographic elements, uh, and it's just it's it's junk food music. Some might also say that, and there is too much uh, too much time that is spent on that music just criticizing it if you don't like it instead of like looking for something good because it's always easy to just say yeah Bulgarian music like popular music just this sucks it's not good but there, we have a lot of good musicians in the indie scene and just that are not shown radio and TV from all genres like we have great uh, we have great rap and hip hop scene we have great pop musicians and like we have to give some examples the pronunciation would be great and people would totally understand it but for the for the rap scene, we have people like Grigovor, we have Shlutch, or the so-called crew. They're really great, and it's like a mix of underground and a bit of just... Uh, yeah, I mean, it, they were underground, so now they're a bit climbing uh, the popularity charts, because <laughs> people know them and people appreciate them, and they have more and more um, shows and events that they go to to play. Uh, we also have some great bands like Kerana and the Astronauts, which came out of nowhere. I actually heard about them for the first time a few months ago when I fell in love. Uh, I couldn't go to one of their shows, which was really sad for me. But they have a great mix of 2000s pop rock and just something that is missing from uh, today's popular music in, in my country. Yeah, and I have, a, I have a question because you mentioned like um, the music or like the pop it's like a mix of pop with some gypsy and some Arabic styles. Why do you think like it has this Arabic um, uh, touch in it? Because I think that's quite unique. That if I if my geographical knowledge is right, 
Bulgaria is in Eastern Europe and like Arabia, it's quite far away. Like how did like the Arabic um, influence end up in uh, Bulgarian music? It's all influence. Uh, we're we're bordering Turkey. We're also bordering Serbia, and from from Serbia we got the, their kind of turbo folk, which was uh, famous in the 80s and the 90s, around the the end of the socialist bloc. Uh, so we got a lot of uh, stuff from them, and it sounded pretty similar until like 20 years ago when it started jumping a bit into the more pop scene like to get some stuff from from western europe but also mixed with like turkish elements yeah arabic maybe wasn't the the the, the best way to say it but it's more mostly turkish elements and uh yeah it may sound good it's, it may it may sound like culturally appropriate like culturally welcoming that we we mix uh different musical styles from different countries uh and some may sound good but uh mostly they don't and it's sad because there is a lot of potential in all of this also yes i don't like the genre i don't go to shows uh, of singers from that kind of style of music but i cannot deny that there are some songs that uh, i also enjoy and you know sometimes when you, when we get together with friends we and we get a bit more drinks we we also enjoy them it's not good but you know it's it's sometimes you can also have guilty pleasures from it but but yeah, the answer to your question, mainly I, I, I talk too much, <laughs> but the answer to your question is just the influence, like the Turkish and the Serbian music, like because the whole diaspora there is like, it's uh, it all it, everyone gets something from someone else, and that's how it's it's a mess that is created, either good or bad. Okay, that's very interesting. So we have uh, Portugal, we have Bulgaria, we have the USA, we have Belgium. Um, yeah, it was very interesting to hear like from everyone um, what their music in their country is. And I certainly learned a lot. Um, I hope um, you did as well. And um, this was it. This was the first episode of the show without a name. I see you the next time. Bye. <laughs>